0: Hi and welcome to Raw Chatter the stuff that matters it's Vicky Midwood here the alcohol addiction and disordered eating eliminator and i help high achievers to eliminate the compulsion the desire and the absolute obsession with food and alcohol to cope with life the universe and everything now today you have joined me for episode 20 and this is maybe a controversial one folks so I would love some comments and some feedback on um, on what I'm sharing. Obviously for those of you who are listening in for the first time you might not know that I've been in the health and wellness world for 30 years and I have shared my story on, uh, on podcast 1617 uh, so if you want to have a listen to those podcasts please do and you'll find out why I am talking about this in the way that I am because Because bulimia, anorexia, disordered eating of any description, whether it's stress eating or emotional eating, as well as alcohol addiction. And to some extent, guys, self-harming and drug addiction all can be ways of people coping, particularly young people, coping with not feeling good enough and not feeling complete or whole or fitting in with society. And if anyone has had experience of of living or working with people who have had problems in any of those areas, then you will be absolutely familiar with what I'm saying. Now, they have decided in their wisdom, the government, that they are going to bring back weighing of children in schools in September. Now, it was stopped. Hurrah, right? Because And and this is obviously my opinion, folks, and, and absolutely very entitled to your own opinion. But when we are weighing kids in a school environment, and to some extent, this can follow as well in a slimming world, Weight Watchers type environment too, there is going to be comparison between friends, peers, there is going to be absolutely somebody telling you that you fall within the healthy category or you fall within the underweight category or you fall within the overweight or the obese category for your age and for your height now i do hope that they take height as well i honestly don't know if they do um absolutely has to be that they need to take height as well. Uh, but here's the thing, it can give kids a horrendous stigma. It can make kids who were never focused on weight at all suddenly become paranoid about what some chart says they should weigh for their age and their height. Now, those of you who are familiar with height, weight and age charts, you can see that there is quite a big uh, amount of, of leeway between what's classed as underweight, normal and what then goes into the overweight category. But if you've got a kid who comes from parents who are genetically inclined to be more stocky, more muscular by nature, Just the weight on a scale is not going to tell you how much of that weight is water, how much is bone, how much is muscle mass, and how much is fat. And even if it did, it's not, in my opinion, helpful for children as they are growing up to start to learn to become fixated on a weight a random weight that they should then try and stick to. We are setting ourselves up for even more issues with body image, with weight, whether, it's, whether it turns into disordered eating or whether it turns into a, a lifetime of somebody deciding that they have to stick to a certain number on a scale to be happy, to feel confident, to be healthy or whatever it is. We are giving our kids a horrendous legacy, and I, for one, do not agree with it whatsoever. If you wanna know what your child weighs, buy some bathroom scales. If you don't wanna know what your child weighs, or you don't want your child to become somebody who is fixated with weight and you don't want scales in the house then by all means take them to the GP to get them weighed if you feel that you need to have a number and I question do we actually need to have a number because can you not look with your own eyes and see if a child is overweight or not it's not rocket science and this is what makes me so cross about this folks because you don't have to be anybody special you don't need special glasses or eyesight to look at somebody and to know if they are underweight or overweight or pretty average right this is why are we complicating something in such a way that is potentially going to mean that kids can start to become stigmatized, can start to tease one another, or can start on that horrendous path to anorexia and lowering their weight by manipulating food, by overexercising, by beginning to lie about what they're eating, by hiding what is going on. We are opening them up to this purely and simply because we want statistics. Really? The statistics are pretty damn clear and pretty damn obvious. We are getting fatter and sicker because of the food that is available to us at any time of night or day. And we need to get absolutely savvy to what the real problem is. And it's not about forcing kids to do more exercise. Yes, kids should be active. We should all be active. And I don't mean busy. I know a lot of you are busy. I'm busy. That doesn't mean to say I'm active all day long. So look at just how much activity are you encouraging your children to do? Are you a household where you all spend weekends and evenings sat around the TV, watching films and eating food. Because if you are, that is a lifestyle issue that needs to be addressed. This is not looking at scales to tell you that that is not healthy to spend all of your spare time in front of a box eating food. Right, we all know that we need to get outside in the fresh air. We need vitamin D on our skin. We need to move, we need to get our heart and lungs pumping, we need to sweat so that the body can get rid of toxins that it is being exposed to day in day out. We all need to do this, not just kids. And as an adult, if you have kids or as an aunt or an uncle or a grandma, then you know, a granddad, you need to be encouraging your kids to be active and to play out like you did right? You didn't spend your days stuck looking at a screen. Yes, I absolutely understand that we are all using screens more and more, but even more reason for us to get more movement into our day. Does that mean that you have to do organized exercise and start dragging your kids along to exercise classes? No, it does not. Let's let kids be kids for God's sake. Weighing them, telling them what to do, forcing them to do a set amount of exercise. This is not how we have a healthy relationship with our bodies or with our health or with our image. So think about what message are you giving out as an adult to your kids? Because they copy. They pick up what you're doing. So, okay, so the school is going to weigh and measure them and, and tell them something. But then what if they're sent home and and they've got a letter from the school saying your child is overweight, they need to lose weight. Well, what are you going to do as a parent? Have you got the skill set to know what you are supposed to be doing? Would you actually take a look at yourself and ask yourself, well, hang on a minute, I'm overweight. So maybe it's what we're all eating as a family that's causing the issue. Now, some of you're not going to like what I'm saying, but it's true. Vice versa. If your kid is very, very underweight, then you need to take an honest look at are you giving that kid the foods that are giving it the nutrition that it wants? And is it just naturally a skinny child who probably will will grow and blossom when it comes to puberty or has your child actually got issues with food and he's having problems digesting and what is going on if that's the case then you need to be looking at getting some help from your GP or better still because let's face it GPs are under under, um, uh, let let me put this politely, under-trained when it comes to to diet and health and nutrition and all of that good stuff, not their fault, it's just just not given a lot of time on their curriculum when they're training. So now go to somebody who who is a specialist, but but either which way, if you start to make a big thing of your child's weight, whether they are underweight, overweight, or anything in between... If you even just make a comment of, ooh, that's great, or well done, right, they are going to take away that that weight means something. And this is what we want to avoid if we are going to have a healthy body image and a healthy relationship with food. And if they have got issues, either way, underweight or overweight, look at what you think is healthy eating, because as the adult, you are in charge of what your child is being exposed to and what's in the house for them to eat. Now, you're not in charge of what's available at school, right, and and that's another thing, which I'm gonna talk about in a second, but at home you are, and healthy eating, folks, there is this so much confusion about, oh, this is healthy food, Ooh, that's healthy food, right? Get the simple, simple blueprint in your head if you can. Foods that grow naturally in the ground or on trees are the foods that we need to be focusing on as making up the majority of our diet. Animal produce proteins are also an integral part of our diet. And I'm sorry if you're vegan or vegetarian, but as human beings, we are designed to eat meat and our bodies do work better if we can have some meat. I'm not saying we have to have a lot. Should we be mainly plant-based? Yes, absolutely, we should. But do we need to get some animal protein in our bodies to help with cellular function, with brain function, um, and neurotransmitters, and all of the tiny little things that go on that require a a different uh, type of nutrient that is only available from protein sources from animals? Yes, we do. Can you take supplementation instead? Yes, of course you can. Right, but make sure that if that is the road that you're going down, that the supplementation that you're taking is bioavailable in other words, that your body can actually utilize it, break it down, assimilate it, and that you're not just wasting your money on supplements that actually aren't doing anything and will end up in time, meaning that you are not functioning as well as you should as a vegan or vegetarian. By the way, I'm not anti vegan or vegetarian, I just know that in the work that I do, it makes it a lot, lot harder for clients to get fully back on track with tuning in to their hunger with their full up signals and to being able to manage their weight easily. Now, that's just my experience. It may not be other practitioners. That is mine. Um, And that's just me telling you like it is for me. No judgment. That's just my experience and my findings. Does that mean to say that you can't get well and fully recover and have a healthy relationship with food if you are vegan, vegetarian? No, of course it doesn't. Um, But it just means that it's not as easy sometimes to be able to tune in to those hormones and just what is going on. Now, I'm digressing, as I often do, but what I want to really hone in on is, is just what we mean by healthy eating. If it's a packaged food, then it's not going to be as healthy as something that you have made yourself at home. Now, does that mean that we all need to spend hours cooking and preparing food. No, we haven't got hours, of course not. But it does mean that just be very, very educated and skeptical too when it comes to you believing the hype and the marketing that's blazoned on packaged foods. So, so, and the, the, the stuff that I'm talking about is stuff that's been marketed incredibly well. Things like innocent smoothies, right? There is just as much sugar in an innocent smoothie as there is in a can of as fizzy drink or squash. All three are not healthy when it comes to drinks. Ideally, we want to be drinking water. And ideally, we want to be drinking filtered water with a little tiny pinch of Himalayan sea salt in it, if, especially if you live in a hard water area, so that your body can actually utilize the H2O itself and get it into the cell is if you are in a hard water area or a very soft water area, either extreme, then it's harder for your body to actually use that hydration. So if you're peeing a lot, but you're drinking a lot, it's kind of a clue that your body's actually not able to utilize that water. And maybe you just need to add a little pinch of Himalayan sea salt or Celtic sea salt, as long as it's sea salt, not table salt, and tiny bit, shouldn't taste salty. It's gonna help your body to hydrate faster and better. This is something that kids maybe are not getting at school is enough water throughout the day. They're offered soft drinks. They're offered squash. What about water? Where is that water coming from? Do, do your due diligence and find out what are they allowed to drink? Because I know when I was at school, we weren't even allowed to have bottles of water with us right? You could only have a drink at break, which you no, know, in today's world, that seems bonkers. But this is how much things have changed and are continuing to change. But one of those changes, in my opinion, does not include weighing your child at school. Can you opt out as a parent and say, I do not want this to happen? Yes, you can. Do I suggest that that is exactly what you do? Yes, I do. Because then hopefully they will start to realise that this is not what parents want. If you if you are worried about your child's weight don't jump straight into going to your gp who is then going to weigh the child in front of you tell them what it is and just blurt out yes you're overweight or yes you're underweight it is not helpful to anybody and especially not to a child's psyche what you need to do is look at first of all making some tweaks yourself at home and ask yourself honestly Am I helping or hindering my child's weight? If you are living on convenience foods uh, from freezer to fryer or from freezer to oven, then the chances are that you need to start making some changes. I'm not saying you have to change everything all in one go, but how much fruit and fresh vegetables are you getting in every meal? Are you getting them every day or are you not getting them every day? If you're only including fresh fruits and vegetables once a week, that needs to change. If you are relying on pre packaged sandwiches, low fat yogurts, which are not a healthy alternative to full fat yogurts with fresh fruit, then you need to rethink what you're doing. Is it cheaper to buy a pot of full fat yogurt as opposed to a four pack of fruit yogurt? No, it's probably not because they're marketed at kids. Kids have been trained to like sweet taste and they are absolutely plying the kids with sweet flavors so even if you're going down the road of low fat it is not healthy and again i'm saying it on a on a podcast and i'm going to keep on saying it low fat foods are not a healthy choice folks if that particular food is meant to have fat in it then you should be eating the proper version of that food or just not eating that food the same goes if you're going gluten free eat foods that do not contain gluten Do not go for foods that should have gluten, that do have gluten, but have miraculously had it removed. Because here's the thing. Gluten free products are still allowed. Get this. Listen carefully. Gluten free products that are labeled as gluten free are still allowed to contain gluten. Yes, you heard that correctly. There is a percentage that is allowed in and it will still pass with a big tick. And be allowed to call itself gluten-free. Is that helpful to people who are celiac or to people who have sensitivities? No, it is not. So, what's the alternative? Don't choose foods that have gluten in them at all. It's not difficult. Once you get your head around it, and that's the important part, get in your head around it. Talk to somebody who is nutritionally chain, trained, not necessarily a dietitian, because again, I've got to be honest, a lot of dietitians have done training that is years and years and years out of date with current research. And so you need to be talking to somebody who is up on current nutritional information, who is doing what people like me are doing and reading research papers and listening to seminars and trainings about findings that are happening in 2020 and in 2021, not quoting stuff or learning from stuff that's from 2014 or 2011 it's too out of date stuff's changed since then and again this whole idea of weighing kids at school it's out of date we know if our child is overweight, we know if they are obese, we also know if we are helping or not helping them and it starts with parents and I'm sorry if you don't want to hear that but that is the truth, it is not up to the school to educate your child on what healthy eating is. Should they be reinforcing what is happening at home? Yes they should, are they? No and that's what I said I'd talk about because if you are at a school now where they're offering is a sandwich and a packet of crisps and a biscuit You're you're on for a struggle. Is your child likely to be heading for later on in life problems with diabetes, with Alzheimer's, with heart issues? Yes. And I'm not sugarcoating it here. The truth is yes. All of that prepackaged shit is going to affect their gut microbiome. It's going to affect their hormone receptors. It's going to affect their mood. It's going to affect how every single part of their brain functions because your cells need nutrients and they do not need a load of additives, preservatives, chemicals, flavorings, extra salt or sugar and that my lovelies is what is in all of those foods. So get savvy, start educating yourself on nutrition, it's not hard, come to somebody like me or go online and look at nutritional therapists or specialists there's a million online courses where you can learn up-to-date information and if you're not sure which one to go for because there are a lot and a lot of them are using out-of-date stuff then speak to somebody like me have a conversation anybody like me who wants to help people get educated with science-based correct nutritional information will be more than happy to talk to you about where you should go and how you can get the right information for yourself and for your family having a set standard weight for children is not helpful and i'm going to reiterate again you can opt out the government just wants statistics that they are going to then be able to say well look we all know that it's rising we all know that kids are fatter than they've ever been and we all know it's because of the food that is available now everywhere Right? Children are not used to having a gap of three to four hours before food. Children are used to having food available to them 24 7 and grazing all day long. That's what's making us fat. That's what's leading to Alzheimer's. The fact that a lot of our food is treated with chemicals, a lot of it is on the shelves, therefore, it's got preservatives and collars and chemicals in there that are going to cause problems internally within all your body systems, including brain function, and until we can actually accept that we as human beings have brought this, in inverted commas, epidemic of obesity, diabetes and, and Alzheimer's into the fore, we've done it. We've done it to ourselves. And we can either choose to keep perpetuating it by continuing to give our kids the same foods and more, or As individuals, we can take responsibility and decide to change as a family, start to educate ourselves, start to maybe cook a little bit more. I'm not saying you start cooking every single meal from scratch from now on and that's it. That would be ridiculous. But make sure that you are cooking more from scratch than you're relying on convenience foods. Will it take a while for you to change a habit if you're just relying on convenience foods? Yes. Start using weekends to back batch cook start getting the kids involved in actually making food from scratch so that children know a life skill i.e how to cook how to follow a recipe just what raw ingredients that come naturally from the ground and from trees actually look like not ready made and not what they look like when they've been processed right so you owe it to yourself as a parent to give your child that skill and you owe it to your kids to look after their health and well-being so that they can hopefully live a healthy life and live longer than you. Because the last thing that we want is for the statistics that they're talking about to actually come true and that today's generation of kids is going to die before their parents. That's where we're heading unless we all, as adults and as individuals, take responsibility. Weighing kids is not the answer hope that's made you think about things folks and if you have questions or comments then as I say please do let me know and if you do have a chat with me about just getting some absolute science based facts on proper nutrition not myths not stuff that's regurgitated by magazines and Facebook and Instagram by people who are just after your money and selling you a quick fix that will actually land you with more of a weight problem and more health issues, then please do have a conversation with me or somebody like me. And on that note, I'm going to say thank you for listening and I wish you the rest of a great day. Take care of yourselves, stay safe and be well.